and welcome in once again to another fine. Well, I, 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 I'm overselling it, really. Just it's another way for you to waste a half hour with us. It's an adequate podcast, at best. Yeah, it's an adequate podcast. We're about a three star podcast on a good day. I mean, there's some garbage out there. That it is true. I mean, I Very think we, much so. I, we we rise to the top only by default of <laughs> the crap. That people put out there. Yes, you're very right yeah. about that. We're actually using microphones. You know, there are people who talk into their earbuds and stuff like that. And the- true. So we have a, a little bit better product, but we're better than most on the radio. That's why we're too good for well, the radio. That's it. that's it. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, that's right. We're too good for radio podcasts. It is Mike and Molson. Thank you to, off the hop to our sponsors, Nugenics and Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. Oh yes, we appreciate them uh, being sponsored, and we have a new sponsor at the end of this program. Uh, as well, presenting a new feature on the program that may or may not return. It all okay. depends on how it goes. We begin today, though. As you know, we're also the AKA Sex and Poo podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of that today. Uh, we begin with the five rudest town names across the U.S. The rudest town names. That's what they say. One of these I don't right. agree with. Get out, it, Oklahoma. Well, no, there is one from Oklahoma. We'll start there. Because okay, right. I have the background of why it's named that as okay. well. Not just because people want... People come to the town because of the rude name they have. We start with Hooker, Oklahoma. <laughs> the city apparently can't get enough of the double entendre since its very own baseball team is named the Horny Toads. Oh, come on. Hooker is the second largest city in its county and is described by the official website as a, quote, thriving community with strong rural values, superb schools, and growth potential. Residents have fun with their locale's name and are, in fact, making bank off of it. Merchandise with clever spins on the hooker theme is sold in stores, including a shirt made uh, during the peak of COVID, which reads, Practice Safe Six, and depicts depicts two stick figures keeping a safe distance of six feet. Welcome to Hooker, Oklahoma. What else are you going to do there but make hooker jokes? Uh, Up next, we have Climax, Minnesota. Mm Mm-hmm. Climax was founded in 1896 and is actually named after a chewing tobacco company. Climax in your mouth? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> People soon caught on to the hilarity of its name, however, and they've been joking about it ever since. The official slogan for Climax Centennial was, Climax, more than just a feeling. And it, Do you want to visit Climax, Minnesota at all? Did it make you want to go there? And aren't these cities having problems with people stealing their signs? Well, is, the, that, is that the issue? The next one is definitely. Okay. Because they're welcome to Horny Town, North Carolina. Horny Town. There you go. This small town is located on the outskirts of more well-known Winston-Salem. and has a population of about 200 people, all 200 of which are either completely charmed by their place of residence moniker or fully mortified by it. While Hornytown once boasted a large textile mill and a railroad, it's currently marked by gardens, boutiques, a courthouse, and tons of picturesque restaurants. (laughs) In 2016, it was reported that locals were alarmed by the fact that their road signs, plainly reading Hornytown, kept getting stolen and ended up as a jokester's novelty toy. Naturally. Such a concern that cops were forced to install RFID and GPS tracking (laughs) along with warning sign for thieves because people kept stealing Hornytown street signs. How'd you like to get that knock on the door? Hornytown police, open up. (laughs) All right, give us the sign. When they first knock and say, Hornytown police, don't you think immediately it's a stripper? And you're like, hey, I didn't order the bachelorette party Come on in. Come on in, Hornytown police. In boots and pants and boots and pants. That's like something a 16-year-old would do, and so the dad has to open the door. What did he do? Well, remember. Just give us the sign back. Remember Bong Rec area? If you drove from, like, Chicago to Milwaukee 
uh, into Wisconsin, there was the bong wreck area sign right. that kept getting stolen as well. That they have, then they just decided, no, we're not going to do it anymore. Mile marker 420 mm-hmm. was all always stolen, as was Hornytown. A couple more. I don't really get why this one's rude. Gayville, South Dakota. I don't really understand why they put it in there, but Gayville is the self-proclaimed hay capital of the world. It has all the markers of a Midwest town, including churches, parks, and community center, and a family-friendly neighborhoods. Gayville's name actually honors Elkina Gay, an early postmaster. Yeah. No direct connection to the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, even official statistics. <laughs> Go back to Gayville. <laughs> take your take your gay pride back to Gayville. <laughs> You know that's probably that's something that someone has said at some point. Sure. Yeah. And then South Dakota shows that yeah. they show. I'm here. <laughs> I was told to come back to Gayville. Hello, everyone. Oh, uh, we got another one. And finally, of the rudest city, uh, rudest town names across the U.S., welcome to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. It's a town of dualities. It seems, uh, one, proud that who it keeps folks coming back again and again, according to its website, where you can apparently eat side-by-side with the conservative Amish population. It's likely named at a town uh, at a time, I should say, when intercourse meant social interaction in a faith-based community. One shop even sells shirts with phrases like, Virginia is for lovers, but Pennsylvania has intercourse. (laughs) Well, this reminds me, and I got distracted there for a second because I was looking it up real quick, of this past spring when the city of Regina, uh, the capital of Saskatchewan, um, there were some ideas for an ad campaign, and somehow it leaked out that they were working on an ad campaign with the theme, Show Us Your Regina. I love it. Uh, and, And the subtext was, Regina, the city that rhymes with... Fun, and so what? I guess even the even the chatting about it got out, and then okay. people went all bananas and show us uh, your Regina. The uh, the experience Regina CEO, that's the name of the company, said, "I want to start by apologizing on behalf of myself and our team for the negative impact we created with elements of our recent recent brand launch. It was clear that we fell short of what is expected from our amazing community." Do you go? Could you plan a road trip though from Horny Town to Regina to Climax? Yes. But you would need to stop at intercourse first, right? <laughs> or do you just need to not have intercourse to get to Climax? Yeah, that's a... Yeah, I couldn't find Climax. <laughs> I'd have no idea I where tried. it's at. Couldn't I find it on a map. Started out at Hornytown, and I couldn't get to Climax. <laughs> all, all I ended up with was a hooker, Oklahoma. Speaking of names... Yes. Um, and we've talked about people that have, you know, I, I'm just attracted to funny names. Oh, Whenever we always are, yes. has an unusual name. Yes. Uh, it's just, it just makes me giggle. Um, but there is one last name in the history of last names that you probably wouldn't want to have. Okay, just one? Oh, well, yeah, the the king of all last names. Yeah, the king of the worst last names of all time. I think we all know what it is. And it's a last name we haven't heard since the 1940s. And and for good reason. Right. Even if there are some Hitlers out there. uh, That's a tough one to try to overcome. However, let me take you to Circleville, Ohio, an hour south of Columbus. Um, where you find an unusual amount of Hitler references. There's Hitler Road number one and Hitler Road number two. Why would you have two Hitler Roads? There's Huber Hitler Road, Hitler Pond, Hitler Park. Why? Yeah. I'm going down to Hitler Park. (laughs) You can't say that. Go on down the old Hitler Road. Now, none of them have anything to do Right, we understand that. Yeah. I would, I would, uh, I would hope not. The Hitlers <laughs> emigrated to 
this county in 1799, and according to the Circleville Herald, they were a f- they were fine, upstanding citizens. I, I don't the doubt the Hitlers were some of the nicest people. <laughs> I tell you what, the Hitlers would offer you so many free things. Yeah, uh, the Hitler family consisted of George Hitler and his wife Susanna Gay. And their 11 children. 11 Hitler kids? And, uh, and uh, they married other families. And so there was they're, they're just a, a big flock of Hitlers walking around Ohio. <laughs> By the way, terrible cover band. The flock <laughs> of Hitlers. Hitlers. Yeah. Two of George Hitler's grandchildren became successful wheat farmers. Mm, get a bag of Hitler flour. <laughs> Man, what, what kind of bread is that? It's yeah. Hitler wheat bread. Nelson Hitler owned 2,000 acres uh, of the area. And uh, two thousand, he, he helped build Hitler Ludwig Cemetery. Eighteen Hitlers are buried there. Uh, Martha Hitler, Martha Hitler Park, it was donated by Martha Hitler. Even if you put the first name in front of it, I'm sorry. This know, entire this entire time you've been talking, every time you say that name, I cringe, and for obvious reasons. George George Washington Hitler had a son. What he cross? <laughs> I, just, I just want to know real quick. George Washington Hitler's son, Gay Hitler. <laughs> Are we in the multiverse now? It's just like a Mel Brooks routine. It is. Dr. Gay Hitler was a local dentist. Uh, he, he, Hitler was in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting I, around there? I went to the dentist. And I can't say. I can't even say Dr. Hitler gave me gas. I mean, he can't, No, you can't, can't say, say that. that at all. Uh, he served. He gave me the, a root canal, that's for sure. He served as uh, served the community for more than 20 years. Dr. Gay Hitler. Paging Dr. Gay Hitler. All was well for the Hitlers of Circleville until Adolf came along and ruined it for everyone. I wonder how people reacted, right? Let's say you're Dr. Gay Hitler. <laughs> Let's just throw it out there for a second. Sure. Put yourself in Dr. Gay Hitler's mm-hmm. shoes. You have a burgeoning fine business, upstanding community guy, and the next thing you know... You, does anyone now go to Dr. Hitler right. once once Adolf shows up? Now many of the surviving Hitlers have to endure strange looks and questions. I'm here to pick up dry cleaning for Hitler? Yeah. Uh, no. No. I feel bad for them. They have to change their name, right? Uh, Dr. Tom Ebenhack, a local veterinarian whose mother was a Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> his mother was a mother. His mother's mother was a Hitler. <laughs> uh, believes his, that his generation and that uh, before him probably had to bear some jokes. Not jokes. We like, yeah, stay yeah, away. Well, yeah. Uh, but the same cannot be said for those who left Circleville for other cities. So it's one of those things. Yeah. So if you're in Circleville, you kind of know. It's like, oh, yeah, the, the, the Hitlers live over by Hitler Pond. Uh, uh, by the Hitler Park. Yeah. Um, but this family leaves Circleville and moves to North Carolina. Had to change their telephone number, you know, because people look it up in the phone book. Yeah. I'm going to call Hitler and prank him. Uh, one asked to ch- one was asked to change his name by the president of a company where he worked. You're a great employee, sir, but you just can't. We can't, yeah, no, we yeah, can't send can't. Steve Hitler out to sell no, shower you, curtain rings. Yeah, no, you can't be doing that. You can't be like, oh, I'm going into the bank to get a loan. Who's your loan officer? Oh, just Mr. Hitler. Yeah. Um, but uh, many of the Circleville residents are proud, proud Hitlers standing tall and uh, and don't mind at all. So Ugh. if you happen to be driving through rural Ohio and, Circleville. You, and you're at the corner of Hitler 1 and Hitler 2, then um, you know. Then just understand it's not it's not that Hitler. No, it's, it's not it's that. It's the fine, upstanding Hitlers. It's the descendants of gay Hitler. 
that uh, that you're dealing with. You know, so someone's going to isolate that sentence from this podcast and, and ruin us. Oh, yeah. We're going to get canceled. The Hitlers that. were fine, upstanding people. <laughs> the, only the Circleville ones, okay. not the other ones. All right. It is the Micah Molson. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at where we're at in this studio right now. I'm looking at a reflection be, because so bereft of things going on around here of trying to figure out someone at the front door. And we oh. can't, we, we, can't oh, yeah, yeah. we can't answer the door because yes. we're, we're live here recording this podcast. We're at, we're at a radio station. It's too good for receptionists. Yes, <laughs> and too good for the radio. We can't have receptionists yes. help people out who come. Uh, moving on from uh, the fine, upstanding people of Circleville mm-hmm. to a couple of weird criminals. All right. Okay. Remember, if you'll recall, way back in the day, uh, while we were still on the radio, we came up with the world's worst character ever on the radio. Ticklefoot. Oh, Ticklefoot. Ticklefoot. Yeah, this was a guy who was sneaking around. And Underneath cars, and he'd yeah. just tickle your foot. He'd reach out and tickle your foot. Yeah, if you if women were wearing some uh, sandals and they're getting in their car in a mall parking lot, he's just, he just going to tickle your foot. I didn't mean to bother you. I just wanted to tickle on your feet a little bit. Yeah. Can I tickle your foot? Oh, that's quite a good pedicure you got there. My name's Ticklefoot. Tickle, Ticklefoot. Tickle, tickle. Well, there's a real Ticklefoot who uh, was causing some real problems. Okay. In our, la- our Ticklefoot was a real Ticklefoot. Well, it was a real Ticklefoot. Tickle, <laughs> tickle, tickle Ticklefoot two. Two. Electric Tickle 2. Um, so, <laughs> better, better phrasing. Uh, Lake Tahoe, uh, a man accused of breaking the Lake Tahoe condominiums and fondling the feet of multiple women has been arrested. Fondling the feet of multiple women. Introducing the real name of Ticklefoot, Mark Anthony Gonzalez was arrested at his residence in the Atwater area. He is facing two counts of burglary and two counts of battery in his alleged foot fondling escapades. Gonzalez accused of breaking the two condominiums in State Line, Nevada by opening unlocked screen doors. Once inside, he positioned himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of two separate adult females. Who I assume were sleeping at the yes, time. My each, God, what a horrifying thing. Each, I would rather wake up with somebody who's holding a knife at my throat. Than just, oh yeah, than just tickling than somebody your foot. <laughs> rubbing the, the, the ball of your foot. Yeah, just tickling your feet there. Uh, Got to release some of the tension down here. Each female awoke from their sleep as the subject was rubbing their feet. God almighty. Once awake, the females confronted the male subject and he fled the scene. He has a history of similar crimes that involve fetish-like behavior, uh, and he's going to be going away for a long time now, as he just would randomly walk in and just start tickling the feet. That's amazing wh- ah. wh- when the brain goes to that place of, okay, this is this is the thing that turns me on. This is my kink. I got to have it, and it's that. Just walking in and tickling feet. That it, that feet are gross. That it's so pervasive in your head that you have to break into a house just to get your kink out. Yeah, wow. that, that, that's when you know you have a problem. Similarly, in Rhode Island, a man is facing four felony charges after breaking into homes to steal sex toys. What's Oh, boy. But you know what? Even that's not as weird as Ticklefoot. Uh, police were dispatched on the report of a suspicious person. The dispatcher told police the person was trying to break in through a window. Uh when the resident arrived home, he saw someone standing outside of his window on top of a chair. <laughs> Can you imagine pulling up to your house yeah. and seeing that going on? Where'd he get the chair from? Did he steal that from somebody else or was it just some lawn furniture, I imagine? So, yeah, they look outside. They, they look through the window and there's somebody on a chair looking in the window. The guy goes out and says, get hey, away. Yeah, yeah. go. Shoo. Uh, the resident told officers the suspect apologized and said, sorry, wrong house. 
No, that's no, no. Who, what, what do you mean, wrong house? Right, right. What's the right house to be standing on a chair? <laughs> a chair trying to get a window. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. We're just having a little thing that we do. My friend likes me to bring a chair in and enter through the window. My apologies. Uh, about an hour later, they saw the guy in a car around just around the corner. As police approached the scene, they observed the man uh, going through a dumpster with a flashlight in his hands. He was arrested, and uh, he said, Oh, sorry, I was trying to buy some weed. I didn't realize Wait. this was a dumpster. <laughs> what? So again, he says, I was at the wrong place. Wrong place. Sorry. Sorry. Just trying to get some weed. I assume where he lives, it may be legal. Because yeah. you probably shouldn't say that to the authorities. <laughs> um, according to uh, police narrative, uh, he admitted to entering a home on May 27th, and he stole a sex toy from the bedroom. Uh, when questioned further, he then broke into another home and stole two more sex toys from separate bedrooms. Uh, Providence, Rhode Island is a very horny town. Apparently, no, 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 that's North Carolina. Get it right. He admitted to stealing the sex toys and a makeup palette, um, but dropped it and ran when a woman uh, 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 confronted him him, confronted him and said, "Hey, give me back my sex toy and makeup palette." Do you want it back though? Like, like, like those people? Did they? First of all, did they file a police report for it? I know some of those things are very expensive, right? That's, so, that's a very good question. So if you come home and it's missing, right? do you call a... And, it, and if that's the... It sounds like... Help, that, police! Somebody stole my double dong jelly dildo! <laughs> that was a collector's <laughs> item. It was a Game of Thrones edition. It was a dragon size. <laughs> it's five... So first of all, who, who reported it? Mm-hmm. And secondly... If they do get it back, do you want it back? Can you imagine calling your insurance agent? Is this covered? <laughs> is my vibrate? Is my rabbit covered right. in this? Is my butt plug covered? <laughs> is my taint tickler <laughs> covered under my policy? Uh, so Just he want says, to remind you, this episode brought to you by Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. So this guy, Mr. Nadrowski, told police... I didn't steal anything of value from these houses. I just stole women's sex toys, which he intended to give to someone as a birthday present. Ah, no. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Not enough sanitizer in the world to, um, to, to ever use a, someone else's used sex toy. Yeah. It's just my size. How did you know? Well, I, I was looking far and wide for this. It's like Cinderella's slipper. I went into a bunch of different homes and found the one just for you. Judge, we got to talk to judges in this country because we have to have a talk about how they're setting bail because it is just not too low it for this guy. It doesn't meet the crime. Judge set bail at $2,500. Way too low because that yeah. means he only has to make what, 250 bucks to get out? I don't know. Uh, with conditions that uh, this guy not go back to the residence and uh, please don't buy weed from dumpsters and steal women's toys. Uh, hello, it's the, uh, who is it? Climax, uh, Climax Police. <laughs> got your sex toy. We got it back for you. Oh, thank you. I, I could not reach where I needed to go in Climax. And the only reason this this story popped up was because he was just recently arrested again. Oh no! Uh, for uh, standing outside someone's windows and, and peering in. So he just he keeps he's he a keeps, peeping Tom messing things. Yeah, he should be uh, in a cell with uh, Gonzalez, with Ticklefoot, 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 and uh, this weirdo should be together in prison, and they should have a higher bond than that. We uh, we move forward with some rude behavior. We had rude town names. Mm-hmm. Now we move and rude behavior by these two weirdos. But this is rude behavior from an etiquette expert when it comes to the grocery store. 
We've talked about it before. Sometimes oh, people okay. just stand in the middle of the lane. But there are 10 bad behaviors at the grocery store that you should not do. And we will begin with using the express line with too many items. How many is too many for the express line is what That's I want to ask. That's a good question. What is the grace? Because I find I'm efficient, right? The, the self-checkout is, I think, 20 items now. Okay. It used to be 10 or whatever. I find even if I get to 30, I'm efficient with it because I. there are people who have eight items that will take longer yeah. than me because they're unaccustomed to using the self-checkout line. So for Mike, 30 is the new 20. Yes, 30 is the new 20 right, for me. Because you're efficient. Uh, but they say, respect the limited items in the express line and don't go through it if you have more than allowed. Mm-hmm. And if I, I give you the grace of 30, right? Yeah. 10... 10 over is anything wow. over that. That's pretty generous. Good for you. That, that's, that's what I give you. That's if, a, you're, it, a good, you're a good man. As long as you're using the self-checkout and know how to do it. Yeah. I would rather have that than the person who hates the self... Because there's always those people, right, that hate the self-checkout but are forced to do it because there's only two lines open mm-hmm. and then they complain and bitch the whole time. Like, yeah. technology. Yeah, the only reason self-checkout doesn't work for you is because you're an idiot. Correct. And you can't figure it out. Correct. It's Thank really, you. really very simple. It's not very difficult. No. Uh, number as long as you're not with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> you, ever see, you ever get behind those people who try to buy alcohol in the self-checkout, and then the red light starts blinking? It's like, you knew you couldn't do that. The person has to come over. And, and, I, and I buy booze in the self-checkout, but I understand that the person's going to have to come over. It's the yeah. people, to your point, that then get exasperated that they have to wait for the person to come over. It's one person running like eight lines, and there's three other dopes that don't know how to use it. Just relax. And again, the joy of the self-checkout has nothing to do with uh, with efficiency, or it's just like, I don't have to talk to anybody. I know, that's, that's why you That's the only reason it. I use it. Uh, the next one, uh, as far as grocery store etiquette, ignoring aisle traffic rules. I did not realize, but I think it's the same as rules of the road. Yeah. You go down the right side. Come, you know, keep to the right. Yeah, keep to the right. Uh, touching and opening things without buying them. Yeah. I, I always I, I talked about this before in the podcast of the people who eat the grapes. Mm-hmm. They go around and try grape from each one. It's like that that's stealing. You should be, you know, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Disrespecting personal space. That's another one that bugs me, right? When when you're trying to choose your salad dressing or whatever and the people are all up on like right behind you mm-hmm. and they're all up in your grill, you're like, Hey, I'll you're freaking me out. I'll, I'll, I'll get my salad dressing. Just, I got you. You yeah. know, kind of move to the side. Let me make my choice, then move to the side. Don't don't crowd me when or I'm trying li- to choose line it. jumpers in the salad bar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stuff like that bugs yeah. me. Uh, taking items from other people's carts. Who does that? Wow. Who takes that's, from that's other a, people's carts? That should cart? be a given that you don't do that. That's not a... Um, holding up the checkout line is another one they say about grocery store etiquette. They mm-hmm. say, stay off your cell phone when checking out and have your credit card ready to go. Credit Agreed. card. Credit card, not yes. checkbook. Oh, God. <laughs> Does anyone do that anymore? <laughs> it happens. No, that drives me nuts. Or the, what is your, th- is couponing, is extreme couponing still a thing? I, I don't, don't know. I don't see that as much anymore, I thankfully know. so. Uh, returning items to random places. Thank you. That is a big no, especially if it's a frozen item. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just walk down like a random, you know, you're in the spaghetti aisle and all of a sudden there's some popsicles yeah, there? Like, what a jerk! Bag of frozen corn or something. Yeah, that that that. If I realize I have something that I don't need, I go right back. Same and, here. And set it back. It's just, it, yeah, it's ridiculous to not do that. Just be nice. Um, not being mindful of your surroundings. Try to pay attention when people and things are around you. Mm-hmm. Keep close watch of your children, the cart, and the aisles. 
Failing to return your cart, they say, is also bad etiquette. Uh, Keep the cart snug to the aisle, too. Yes. Yes. Don't just let it drift off into the middle. No, no one likes that. And being pushy or aggressive in the parking lot. They say the parking lot causes a great deal of grief because everyone is in a hurry. Honor the rule of allowing pedestrians to have the right of way to cross over on the walkway to the store. Grocery stores tend to have large parking lots, so even if you have uh, to circle a few times, be patient as you search for a spot. Don't pull up on people. Yeah, and I think, man, calibrate your expectations. Yes. The grocery store is work. You know, it it isn't it isn't the place for a I'm going to go in, grab a gallon of milk and go home. Uh, You're going to get you're going to get slowed down. You just will. You just will. So know that going in. Yeah. Um, Give people a little bit of grace. I always like when when somebody you ever had this happen where you're behind somebody and I don't know, the there's a cracked egg or a mushed banana or something. And they they say, I'm just going to go run and get a replacement for it and come back. Um, And I've had to do that, too. And I break out in a sweat. Because I know I'm inconveniencing like three people, mm-hmm. and yeah. people just like apologize, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like whatever. No. I'm the same way. The the people that bug me the most, going back to the self checkout, are the people like when you wrap up, right? They see you hit the total button, mm-hmm. you and you and you haven't even started to pay yet, and they're immediately like right up on mm-hmm. you, and they just like they sit there, they're tapping their foot, like come on, her. It's like yeah. hey. Take a deep breath. I, I'm not going to be that much longer. The 30 seconds that's going to take me to grab all my stuff, you're 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 freaking me out here by getting this close to me. Calibrate your expectations. Speaking of getting close mm-hmm. and etiquette rules, there is a big to do on the internet now of a woman who is in line at the airport to check in her bags. Right, the little like zigzag. Oh line. sure, okay. go through the mat rays, uh, rat maze, yeah. rat maze, mat rays, mat the mat rays. <laughs> I'm saying there, <laughs> or the rays mat, whatever it may the be. The mat ray, the mat. The, the, rat the rat maze. God almighty. Are you having a stroke? Yes. Are you okay? Sorry. Stroking out of this. So someone took a picture because <laughs> this, this. I'm never going to be able to say that right again for the rest of my life. The it's rat now, maze. It's now Matt Ray's. Like yeah. penis nerf. The ra- um, so uh, this girl is standing in that line. And instead of when, when the next person gets up to the counter, right, generally right. everybody else then moves forward. You move forward. You move forward. This girl is on her phone, and she just keeps standing there. So the line behind her mm-hmm. is not filling in the full rat maze. I'll save you there. Thank you. And so everyone starts to get a little upset of like, hey, move up. Mm-hmm. Her defense is, because she wasn't going to move up until it's her turn. Her defense is uh, basically uh, that she, what's the difference if right. I move now or move later, right. it's still going to be the same amount of wait time. Right. So whether that I just, move, it causes a lot of anxiety. And, and let, it doesn't matter if I move the next two turns. If once I realize, hey, I'm next, I'll just shoot to the straight mm-hmm. front of the line, and you're well, still going to wait the same amount of time. Exactly. And it's got people. She's right. Ro- She's right and wrong at the same time. Correct. She is correct that the wait time will be the same. But you got to fill in the available space. I think you do. Because the problem is now the people who should be moving through, because you're standing still so far back, one, I, I don't think you're going to be paying attention enough. If you're on your phone and it means that much to you that you're not moving up, you're not going to be paying attention when they try to hail you down. Because mm-hmm. when you're in the airport in that situation, there's usually so like such a wide array and expanse of people checking in bags that a lot of times, even when you're yeah, right yeah, there up on yeah, the line, you have to right. wave them down. You're right. So, but she is correct that it's the same amount of time. 
But I don't believe, and also you're backing up regular traffic now into the actual walkway because you're not moving up. So while, yes, she's right, she's also wrong. She's right and wrong at the same time. It happens in traffic, too. Yes. You know, when a car moves forward and there's a little bit of a gap, uh, and you go, oh, man, I'm just going to you know, lightly take my foot off the brake and just slowly roll forward, or I can just sit here for a minute. Especially, in, I've learned traffic jams. Mm-hmm. It's better to just sit there a little bit. The, 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 there's nothing worse than the person who weaves in and out of the traffic yeah. jams. Just like, take a deep breath. You'll be fine. And while this, while this it wouldn't upset me, like, but I think social norms tell us to move up. I think after a while, like after three or four people have left and she's still there, it may get me a little upset. Causing anxiety for no reason. Yes, exactly. It is the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, before we get to our last segment, which is brought to us by a new sponsor, Gen Z and their slang okay. may throw some people for a loop. That's why we are here to help the best way we can. What was our generation's slang? I guess I'm trying to think of totally tubular was that was that us did you ever say that no neither did i no uh trying to think of things i would have said dude did dude come into the vernacular because of us like that's always been around but in a different context i remember a lot of things were bogus yes i do remember bogus or uh oh what was it uh gross was another one but yeah that's always something to grody to the max was that one again i'm I'm never never said it yeah they don't really stick around but if you want to get so anyway yes if you want to be up on the gen z slang kids today and their words we have an entire list here okay that we'll go through i'll give you the word and then you tell me what you think it means okay glow up i know this one see my 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 daughter is a gen z or so so you're gonna understand kind of what this is this is this is when you uh you know you you make yourself handsome you 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 put on a new fit yep Is that one on there, too? Yeah, fit check. Uh, Describing how someone improved from where they used to be. They glowed up. Yeah. Get a haircut, get a nice suit on, you glow up. Slay. Slay. That's a, that's a, I know, it's like I know what it is, but I don't know how to describe it. It's, 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 it's awesome. It's, it's, it's It's a a great song. You slayed that. You're you're doing a good job. You slayed it. You glowed up and you slayed it. Mm -hmm. Next is bet. This one threw me off. Sure did. Yeah. This one, I still don't fully know when to use it. It's it's a it's bet is a way of saying yes or okay or it's on. Yeah, why is it? Why why did the, why did it, they choose that? I don't know. It doesn't give me a reason why. It when just I first th- started hearing my daughter say bet, I couldn't quite get her to explain to me why that word has been chosen for that. And I couldn't either when I when I asked uh, my nieces of like what does, I, I assume the way I hear you talking that bet means yes or something is okay, right. and they're like yeah that's what it means. But why? And then, but why? I couldn't get an answer out of yeah. it either. It just it is what it is. Uh, vibing is uh, just kind of digging a groove. Yeah, there, so. a gener- uh, generic positive feeling. Stan, Stan, yeah, S T A N, yeah, Stan. I have no idea. It's synonymous with supporting something. So you say, yeah, I stand with that. I stand. I stand. So it's stand without the D. D. Yeah, I don't want to okay. say the D. Sus. I think we all know what sus means. Some suspect. Yeah, kind of like that one. I do like that one too. Facts. Yeah. That's another one uh, saying that something is true. I, I've, I've caught myself using it. Mm-hmm. I think once I, once my generation starts using it, it's going to be faded, phased out pretty immediately, quickly. Immediately kills it. Yeah, exactly. Here's one that I, I don't like that Gen Z uses, and it's used too much by too many people. Simp. When the people are simping for somebody. What does that mean? You don't know what simp means? I guess not. It's a term for someone who admires another person. It's usually used in a derogatory way to imply someone is paying weird amounts of attention to another person. Oh. 
to be like, uh, like you would be simping for Debbie Gibson. <laughs> I do simp for Debbie Gibson. You're a simp for Debbie That's Gibson. That's very true. So, uh, oh, I saw a picture the day with Debbie Gibson and Lisa Loeb standing oh my next to each good other. Good lord! It was, it was yeah. I, I did. Did you visit Climax Minnesota after that one, or take you right to Hornytown? <laughs> <laughs> I got no work done the rest of the day. Uh, the next Gen Z term uh, that we're giving you the meaning for, slaps. I think we slaps. All, yeah. Kind of like slay. It, yeah, it's good. Uh, the song, song usually song slaps. Song usually slaps, people slay. Gotcha. Understood the assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these are just, yeah. If some someone these... tells you you understood the assignment, it means you did something well and understood what you're supposed to do. All right. Cap. Cap, Yeah. That's another one like bet. It's like bet. Bet's like cap. I know what it is when I hear it, but... Cap is a word that means a lie. If someone says no cap, it means something like I'm totally being honest. Yeah. So like, no cap, Johnny simps for Debbie Gibson. (laughs) Because she slays. (laughs) Boom. Got it. Um, Yeah, but I don't know why. I don't know why cap is there. Uh, T refers to gossip, a.k.a. spilling the T. Spill the T. Valid is a word that people use to express that something is understandable. So yeah. it's like, ah, oh, so mad at tones of last night. Valid. No yeah. cap. Valid. So that's Sorry. actually using the word for what it means. Yeah, yeah exactly. Obviously, W or L, win or loss. Big yikes. Big yikes. Is a Gen Z slang term that I was not aware of, but is a way of saying something is bad. So like, Meg 2, big yikes. <laughs> <laughs> is what I have to say about Meg 2. Yeah. Basic. I think we know what the, that means, right? Is typically used uh, in connection with a person who is being described as unoriginal. Okay. So, like when I walk in on a Sunday for brunch and I order a avocado toast, basic, basic AF. Ghost. We know that one. Just the, abandon somebody. Yeah. Yep. Main character. Yeah. Means someone is a center of attention. Is often used or reflectively. Themselves the same. Yeah. yeah. Hits different. Also the slang. This one I've heard, and I don't know. I don't know when to use this one. It means that something is received in a positive and unique way. It just oh. hits different. Oh, okay. Right. You know, when you go, like, for instance, right, when I was younger and watched Field of Dreams, the end scene was meh. But now that I'm older and lost my father, it just hits different, man. I gotcha. It right. hits different. Uh, and finally, we have dank. Dank. As a Gen Z slang term. You know what dank means? Uh, it sounds negative to me. It's typically used in meme culture to refer to a hard-hitting meme and doesn't have a typical definition. So it's dank, man. The dank memes. Oh, okay. That meme is dank. Yeah, I still don't know when to use that. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Something I, I bet cap dank. I bet that's cap dank. <laughs> what? I hope no one. Yeah. I, ho- I hope everyone thinks uh, this podcast slaps and it's not dank. <laughs> I guess I'm not quite sure. And finally, on the podcast here, we appreciate you listening this long into it. We have a new segment, the In Memoriam segment, mm. brought to you by Balls Ginger Ale. These people went balls up. Balls Ginger Ale. It's follow following a Uncle, Uncle Wiggly's, Wiggly's wieners. wieners. Is balls. In fact, they're having a special right now. If you buy one wiener, you get two balls for free. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, buy one, get two balls. I saw balls ginger ale in the uh, in the store the other day, and I sent Mike a picture. It's like here they are, new sponsor. Nothing like crisp balls. The old balls. Yeah, for satisfying refreshment. Uh, we lost Pee Wee Herman this week. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sinead O'Connor. But go ahead. Well, yeah, we lost Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Correct. We lost Sinead O'Connor. Bald. Uh, we also lost Paul Rubens. Did you say bald? Balls, bald. Oh, okay. that's why they. That's why they. That's why they sponsored this segment, Johnny. Right. Okay. Come on now. Sorry. Uh, then we lost Paul Rubens, mm-hmm. uh, who, as mo- most people know, is Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. 
he got Tim Burton his start, Pee Wee's Big Adventure uh, as the yeah, director of Pee Wee's right. Big Adventure. That was his first. Yeah, so uh, and always obviously Pee Wee's Playhouse. A lot of people grew up watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. So uh, the comedic genius of Pee Wee Herman, and then we lost this gentleman. Uh, in a way that I it is not shocking to me. Yeah, it's not, and and it's not. I don't feel bad. No, uh, the first two I feel very bad about, especially Sinead O'Connor. She went yeah. through a lot of stuff. And by the way, Paul Rubin, six years battling cancer, kept it kept it quiet. Didn't didn't say any. He left a he left a note yeah. to be read afterwards. That's Sorry, great. I didn't tell you. Yeah, but I was. And he was seventy. I didn't yeah, yeah. realize Pee Wee was that old. Uh, he'll always be Pee Wee. Yeah, he always. But will be. Uh, Remy Lucidi, who's a French daredevil, uh, known for his slap on Instagram, um, he glowed up. Yeah, now he go up, and he went down. No, he, <laughs> he, he went down to go up. Down, uh, was doing one of his uh, daredevil routines and was outside of a building where you're not supposed to be. No, he's one of those ones you've seen. The, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of these people that have no harness or anything, and they're on top of these skyscrapers being built, and they take these ridiculous selfies. He was uh, he fell from the 68th floor. Yeah, not good in Hong Kong. Uh, apparently, he got trapped. Outside a penthouse, according to investigators, he re- re- uh, arrived at the building and was uh, visiting a friend on the 40th floor. He then made his way to a top floor, got trapped outside, and started pounding on a window, startling a maid inside. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Let me in. That would, uh, that would scare the crap out of you on the 68th floor. Yeah. So you she freaked out, that. which I guess freaked him out. And he slipped oh, no. and, uh, and tumbled to the ground. Um, yeah. Sick, is there much of him left? No. 68 floors. That's... Oof. He was last seen alive knocking on a penthouse window on the 68th floor at about 7.30, which prompted a maid not to help him, but to call police. <laughs> Let me in. No. No, no you sir. Don't, I don't think you're supposed to be in this building or I, on it. I heard about Ticklefoot and the sex toy guy. I'm not letting you in. Uh, so, yeah, they. Uh, I'm sure by the time police got there, he was unrecognizable. But they did find his sports camera, which oh. contained videos of his other uh, stunts. I don't know if this one uh, is there. Uh, the adventurer said uh, he was staying at a hostel and um, he was healthy, fit, and happy. Um, shortly before his death, he posted a photo of the Hong Kong skyline and said, this is mine. Well, it is now. And uh, forever will be yours. Climbing in 2016. Since then, the stuntman had traveled around the world attempting different kinds of stunts. And uh, and people are mourning his death. But it's like, you kind of, it's kind of telegraphed, isn't it? Yeah, you kind of knew. Point, this is going to, this is not going to work. At some point, yeah. you The know, day will come when this doesn't work anymore. Where you slip on something yeah. and, and there you go. And, yeah, I'm not really surprised that he's gone, mm-hmm. but uh, R.I.P. Or a maid beats you on the head with a broom. Get out! Get, Get out! out of here! Police! Help! Help me, police! He's going to attack! And squirts him in the eye with lemon pledge. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to. Ah! Ah! So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the new so, segment brought to you by Balls Ginger balls, Ale, because this balls. guy went balls up. Yeah, down. <laughs> bet. Yeah, bet on that. Uh we appreciate you listening. We hope this yeah, slayed. Glad you made it this far. Yeah, exactly. And if you have, you you deserve something. I'm not quite sure what it is, but how about another episode next week?